The following presentation does not represent Australian opinion or intellect. We do not speak for any religious order or ethnic minority. We are not political scientists or uni graduates. We're insignificant upper-lower-class scum, comparing notes and airing grievances. It's just our opinion. Deal with it. There's no way that GST will ever be part of our policy. Never, ever. Never, ever. It's dead. By 1990, no Australian child will be living in He's trying to rub his nipples. Like, um, he's, Tom cha- Green. he's chafing from his nipples. Chafing nips. You're <laughs> fucked, man. What's happening? I actually haven't seen you at all. Where have you been? Playing drums. Oh, yeah. Working and playing drums, my friend. How come we haven't seen a video yet? He's got no rights. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 what part are you missing? Just the, the ride. The crash. As in, do you have a splash, at least? No, nah, hi-hat, it's my only symbol. That's all he's got. So who I, I had a ride, I don't know where it is, it just wasn't with a kit, I don't know. You sold it for drugs? I was going to say, how do you lose a whole symbol? <laughs> they need to clean a bit more out, so it might you be... I, I cleaned my mum's garage out, I found the right crash. <laughs> yeah. I'm a drummer. It's <laughs> <laughs> just not a joke, I found a crash and I found a whole bunch of stands as well. This is a while back. Yeah, They're I bad, bring it Bubby's oh. way. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably Bobby's. <laughs> Have you been playing or did you just play for like that one hour and then go No, back? no, I've been playing every day. Fuck off. Seriously. Like your pump sessions at the gym. Loving it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I told him you should record some riffs for him so he can put on his headphones and just start fucking playing. I've been watching, um, yeah. I was telling Trollman downstairs, I've been watching um, like YouTube clips of, there's this one guy, he has just guests come in and they're just playing drums. His name Porteous or some shit? I don't know, some skinny white dude. Yeah, he probably has, him. He has guests come in, they just like, just play these ex- experimental beats they've been like mm. making. <laughs> And wow, man, some of them are just... Drummers are fucked. Like, dude. insane. Where insane. was I? And I saw a live band. Um, fuck, I can't remember. It was somewhere in the last, like, seven days, obviously. I saw a live band somewhere. I was just watching the drummer, man. And he wasn't doing... Like, I wasn't expecting much from the beat, because it was, like, a basic sort of song. But mm. it's got just this... The coordination you need for drumming. Oh, like... Yeah, you have to have... Each limb has to be independently working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... like your legs, mm-hmm. your feet, your hands. Yeah. They Never like, mind keeping time. Exactly, you know? man. It's insane. I love, I love people that go, I can drum. It's so easy. Look, It looks easy. And they jump on there and they're like... And they, they just... Yeah, yeah and it sounds like nothing. And then they go, I can play this simple beat. It's not even that. It's just like... Yeah. And it's like, it's easy, is it? Easy, is it? You need, like... You can't. You know what the thing is? You need control as well, because you can't just bash, no. like, the toms or the snare. You've got to have, like, a form of, um, like, uh, finesse. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like an art form, man. And you've got to really use an art form. And you know, like, the change-ups in the songs. Yeah. You've got to know how hard to hit something, how, And the you know, feels, yeah. And, and like, the, the drum feels, yeah. The rolls. Yeah. Actually, that's, like, instruments generally, man. I like, love them. <laughs> yeah, bang. Dude, like, you know... One-e-ana, two-e-ana, three-e-ana, four-e-ana. You know when you watch, like, a musician play, like, either piano or a fucking guitar or whatever, mm. and they get really into it, like, the emotional sort of pieces? Yeah. They're using the whole body. Like, they're not just stiff... Hmm. Like, you're not just yeah. stiff in place playing whatever it is. You couldn't play an emotional piano piece and still be just rigid and just nah. moving your hands, you know mm. what I mean? Gotta be see in, those in Asian music. dudes, man? Yeah. Play those classical songs, man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Full, like, the, like, it's like they're headbanging, yeah. man. It's like drumming. You've got to have the complete control and... Absolutely. You know, your timing and... 
the, the sticks have literally got to stop within a millimeter of where they got to go, and you got to know exactly how hard to hit them and the velocity and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When you hear a cymbal, you see some drummers like and they hold it and they keep playing yeah. and they fucking. I love it. Awesome. Mid beat, where it's like blast beats and pssst, and then just start filling. <laughs> yeah, shit. man. Yeah, man. I forgot how much I loved it, man. Like, when was the last time you played? Ages ago. It's because like, like, we're talking years, like yeah, it's years. Because like I don't know, as I've got older, I just appreciate it more. Like than yeah, I did. it's cool as man. And um, yeah, it's just fucking. So much I told fun. him it's a good stress relief for him as well. Instead yeah. of like masturbating all the time. <laughs> mm. I, did, I spent an hour playing. Um, I was just walking around <laughs> in the studio the other day. It was about an hour. I just I came home. Was exhausted. Couldn't go to the gym. Was too late. Was fucked. And I hadn't I hadn't fucked around in the keys in ages, man. It's good. You, you time, you know what I mean? You used to love playing the keyboard, man. Everything, I mean, man. School, guitars. At school, man, when we were kids, man, like, oh. keyboard, man, would be just straight on it, man. Like, yeah. sick ass, and the guitar. I don't know, you know, I, start, I stopped playing keys when I didn't have room for keys anymore, because I didn't have anywhere to, like, I didn't have a piano or anything. And then, um, yeah, I had, like, a MIDI controller, and then that fucked up, I couldn't hook it up to my computer or some shit, so I just started playing guitar, because that's all I had. But that's when we went through, like, the middle phase. Yeah, of things. <laughs> when you had your long hair and shit, and we just play like metal, man. That's all. That's all I did. Yeah, for ages. It's really weird. Like I look at all the music that I've made, like in the last say ten years, and it's all like in phases. <laughs> like it's EDM up until about two thousand and one, and then it's just like hip hopish sort of beats. Yeah, and then it was just urban, and then it started going back to like metal. Yeah, <laughs> 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 changes. <laughs> serious, man. It's really funny, man. It's weird. So when you when you got your first like gig at the Gully, <laughs> the uh, Gully Hotel, pub, Gully Hotel, Hotel, yeah. Bobby, lo- one night with Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> one night with in Bobby, evening, in evening just with me Robert. on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Wright. I'm picturing like a Tom Green setup, man. Yeah. <laughs> With the sausages. Yeah. I like my sausages. <laughs> sausages. Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> when are you going to show us some clips? We've been waiting. Yeah, I will. I'll make you one. Oh, shit. We're going to come down mean? to the gully and play, can man. I be na- can I be naked? I'll bring you... How about... <laughs> the I'll naked, the naked I'll, drummer. I'll, I think I've just... Still, you know, I've still got some drum pieces, man. I've still got some drum pieces from my old kit. I'll bring them down to you and we'll just have a jam. I'll just have them. Because I don't have a kit. I've just got cymbals. I'm going to start a YouTube channel, The Naked Drummer. <laughs> and I just play naked. But you got to wear a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> During a POV shot and you're like doing a drum roll or whatever or feel. I'm like, okay. And the camera accident like tilts from the force of the beat. Cox is flopping. And you've got like your leg... <laughs> And it's like, is he wearing shorts? And just slowly the camera starts sinking. <laughs> it's just like, where did the shorts start? He's <laughs> got socks on, you know? <laughs> <The> naked drummer. <laughs> the naked drummer boy. <laughs> I want to buy a new kit. Like, because I've been watching all these clips, like all these just beautiful kits. Dude, you can pick up one for like Like, mine's alright, but it's kind of old. Like, yeah, but you can pick one up for like 400 bucks. Yeah. Just Dude, like, and just keep your old kit for spare parts and shit. I was going to say, get on Gumtree and just find some kid that wanted to do drumming and then his parents cracked it because it was too loud, yeah, so they've got the kids just sitting there. All you need is like a five, six piece pearl. Free to go home. Yeah, 200 bucks. I was looking on eBay, like the latest, like, Tama ones and stuff. Like, Tama's oh cool. my god, like, just gorgeous, dude. Dude, the kit that I want. Yeah, such a, like, the thing about drums I love is, like, it, it just looks cool. Like, yeah. instead of having your room, it just sits there. It just looks amazing. Like, <laughs> you're one of those kids. Uh, <laughs> like, when you bring a girl over, you play the drums? Yeah, of course yeah, I do. Just play, the, oh, play me something. Really oh, I don't feel cool. like it. I used to be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> we toured worldwide for, like, five years. Made a couple of CDs. <laughs> my, wrist is, my wrist is a bit sore, sorry. But our family comes first. Yeah. Some fateful drumming accident. <laughs> I was in Amsterdam, and I was trying to do this 360 spin while I was getting dunked in the water. And then, like, this horrific light accident just happened, and I fell out of the sky, fractured my tibular sternum. Like, what? Long story short, I just can't play right now. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> but if you jump on YouTube and look up naked, the naked drummer, the naked drummer boy, I can see the logo. It's just this dude with a fucking snare covering his dick. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that. He's like the naked cowboy in New York. Yeah, you they play on the guitar and stuff. Yeah. Dude, that guy's famous, man. Mm. He hey, gets cash. Yeah, he hangs around like, Times Square, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Everyone I know that's gone in New York has gotten a photo with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we didn't see him, though, did we? I think we did. Does he have it like a hat down for money? Like is that what he? No, he just plays. I don't know what it is. No, no, I don't I'm, know. He's, someone has to pay him. Yeah. Like, look him up. I can't remember. His I think he's just an name. entertainer. Like he could be just an entertainer. Yeah, and like he just they, wears those uh, jocks. Yeah, these American. Yeah, 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 yeah like American jocks. jocks. Yeah, but that's his. Jo- that's what he does, man. He just walks around the seat with the. Yeah, CBD. that's what I mean. Like, is that his job? Because he's always doing it. Like, is he yeah. getting paid for doing that? I don't think, like, yeah, I don't think he does anything else. Maybe he's got a wiki. So well, they have a wiki. Maybe he's paid by the city. <laughs> the city of New York. Yeah. Ten years ago, Mayor Giuliani just put keep aside, on, keep on playing. Put aside a slush fund for the naked cowboy. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, he'd bring in the people, right? Well, as an entertainer. Yeah. And the way he talks and walks is bringing people in. Yeah. We need yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. It's like, what are your plans for the future? Where do you see this, the projection of the city? You know, the surplus they call the naked cowboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I was going to say, uh, it's past 10 o'clock. You know what today is? Um, the Yon, Yon plebiscite uh, oh. thing is coming in. People are saying, oh, now we get a chance. Is it, this has got nothing to do with vote. It wasn't oh, even it a vote. In? It wasn't even a vote. I haven't no, seen that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it wasn't even a vote. No, that's the funniest part. When people are saying, oh, the, it's a vote. No, it's not a vote. It's a It's, it's a, a survey. opinion. It's yeah. a survey. <laughs> and the survey says. <laughs> so a million dollar plus survey. Dude, it's like Family Feud, where they go through the entire family, and the cunt at the end doesn't pick anything that anyone else said. It just goes with whatever he wants. <laughs> oh, I just got a notification then. Yeah? There are two same-sex marriage bills ready to go, but they could face resistance and delays. Find out what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Inside story. Oh, Australians have voted yes to same-sex marriage. Hey! With 61.6% in favour. How much? 61? 61.6% in favour. Nearly 13 million people took part in the survey. 13 million? Yeah. I saw an interesting statistic. Um, more people have participated in this survey than people who've voted last year's in America's election. <laughs> or the EU, um, the UK-EU Brexit thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, more people have done, have turned in. To- <laughs> so we voted yes. Well, so can we just get this over with now? <laughs> no, no, no chance. You still, you got to wait. That's what I was reading. They're saying that like after it's an opinion. It's like like Nick said, it's a survey piece. Like yeah, okay, we want it. Doesn't mean we're going to get it. <laughs> Seriously, uh, uh. dude, it means nothing. The government could literally turn around and say, yeah, we don't care. We're not doing it. <laughs> you voted yes, but no. <laughs> I'm serious. It's sad, but it's true. They could. It doesn't mean anything now. Now watch him drag out the uh, the bills. Yeah, no, forget it. Now it's going to be like, oh, look, we know the Australian public have vote, like have, have said yes. Uh, we would like same sex, we, but we've taken that into consideration. But yeah, it means nothing. It means nothing. So we've just wasted 120 million dollars on a survey just to prolong whatever they're trying to prolong. How much money that is, man. Dude, 120 million dollars. 120 million dollars. Give me a little slice of that, please. <laughs> Give me 50 grand, man. That's what I want. 120 mil for the government to ask us what we think. Seriously. Mm. Which doesn't really matter anyway, right? It doesn't matter, man. <laughs> you want to talk about wasted money, man? I wish there was a graph of all the things that are lacking in, like, the public sector... Like, you know, mm. schools, fucking blah, blah, blah. Just money. Next to what they have spent on. And yeah. then next to the plebiscite. Uh-huh. That's $120 million between friends, you know what I mean? 
Our public schools are falling down, but <laughs> doesn't matter. Falling down. Like <laughs> <laughs> you drive past Baronia Secondary, just collapses while you're at the trap. Just a window, just a window yeah, it drops out. The door drops. Dude, down. that place literally fell down. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> I've seen those empty portables at the back of the property. Yeah. You're just sitting there in lights and the door just falls off its hinges. What the fuck? Just ignore that, children. I'll tell you, I'm for about five minutes before I left. I was eating my cereal this morning, man. And they were interv- guess who they were interviewing? I was eating but, um, my cheese and spinach pie for breakfast, boys. It was the homemade first meal you've had in about three weeks. Homemade? So good. Homemade. I love it. You had that. You didn't have. Where's our pieces? Um, we need to save the rest for dinner. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. I guess I was supposed to eat it. And you had the can of Coke. There's a balanced diet to start off your day. I'm smashing a Slurpee. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I was going to say. I was watching um ABC News or whatever. Guess who they pulled out to interview? <laughs> like ABC 24, 24 News. Guess who they pulled out to interview? Celebrity or a politician or... It's in regards to the same-sex bill, you know, what this is going to mean and blah, 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 blah. blah. Andrew Denton. <laughs> no, he's making a comeback. Is he? He's got a show coming, yeah. <laughs> Guy Sebastian. <laughs> no, Ian Thorpe. Yeah. Oh, was it? Thorpe. Oh, you were going along that line yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. On the edge. <laughs> Thorpe. I don't understand, out of anyone that could have chosen an interview on this issue, they pull out an ex-Olympian. Hmm. Extrago. <laughs> no, 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 really. Extrago. Is there no one else more influential or, like, related to the political agenda of this whole thing? Yeah, because like, what's he thought doing these days? Like, what the fuck? Remember he what went was... to America and he was, like, get on fucking sleeping pills and shit? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Was he went he... to rehab, didn't he? He went to rehab and shit. He went to rehab in America? Yeah, he burnt out hard. <laughs> <laughs> From what? <laughs> just, like, everything. And is this, like, post-Olympics? <clears throat> this is post-coming out as gay. Oh, yeah. oh, post coming out. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it just took his toll on him. Dude, you should just come out and say you're gay, man. <laughs> like, everyone was giving him shit about it for like two decades. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gay. Like, all right. <laughs> sure, you're okay, Honestly, mate. it would not have made a difference. <laughs> you would not care. You're a swimmer. <laughs> it wouldn't have made a difference, honestly. You're a swimmer. <laughs> it wouldn't have made a difference. You're a swimmer. You know what I mean? That's all he does. Dude, people probably would have loved him more if he's a gay. philanthropist. Nah. Swimmer. Swimmer. <laughs> Dude, if he was in Celebrity Big Brother, like... <laughs> Casey Donovan, pop idol, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ian Thorpe. Swimmer. <laughs> Not Olympia, eight-time Olympic gold no, medalist. No, that's a medal. Swimmer. Yeah, I swim for a living. <laughs> oh, what, what did young Thorpey have to say? Nothing. He was just saying, they were just pushing him with the, you know, it is a, it is just a, a, a vote. It could go either way, you know. Like, is it going yes? Is it going no? Like, what do you reckon the consequences are if it, you know, it doesn't go through? Like, if it comes out as no, oh, well, it would be bad. It won't be good. Well, what, what, that's is more it, or less is the extent. Is there going to be an uprising? Like, what's going to happen? That was more or less the extent of his, his, uh, Oh, insight, yeah, it won't be good. Well, thanks for your uh, insight, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> so 61%, that's still like only just over half. Yeah. So just over half of the people think it's not right in this country. Yeah, but you were going to expect that. It wasn't going to be a landslide victory. Yeah, but it's Yeah, but it's ridiculous. like at this table, half of us, like, you know, 
this half of us don't. Okay, it's an opinion. It's not a like one third of us here like dick, and thirty <laughs> percent of people know that. <laughs> I just thought more people would be yes rather than like just over half, you know. But yeah. whatever, people are fucked. Again, like I'm for same sex marriage, but I'm also people have their own opinion, man. So I can't like. A lot of people that have come out and said, no, I'm, vote- I'm, I'm saying no, people are like, oh, you're fucked. Well, no, because that's their opinion. Like, it might not go with what I believe, but it's their opinion. My big thing you know is mean? just with opinion, yeah? Like, at least let it be educated. Yeah. Don't say some ignorant yeah. shit and then use that to feel yeah. further ignorance. Yeah. If let you've got it, a reason... Let it be educated. But same with the yes. If, you, if you've got a reason, like, and you're an educated, yeah. you know, statement, then yeah, cool. Mm. Then just say yes because you're a sheep and you're following the other guy because you don't want to be outcasted because, oh, he said no, he's a bad person, you know, or he said yes, oh, he loves whatever. Must be gay. Yeah, but... You <laughs> must that's, be yeah. gay you said yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I just thought the opinions would be more sided towards it's all cool, but obviously not. But see, that's the thing, man. Yeah, how many people I spoke to, like, in the last... How long has the pub shop been going? A month? Oh, dude, longer. longer than, it's got to be longer than that. It's been dragging on longer than, longer than f- <laughs> the year. <laughs> it's just, no, 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 seriously. Pretty sure we, we we got the survey, like, four months ago. I'm not even joking. No, not four months. Dude. I don't know. No. Three, four months, dude, because we've been getting harassing phone calls. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, have you been... I mean, I can see why, because you're in... Text industry. messages and this and oh, that. Oh, you mean that kind of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the business. No, no, no. I was going to say. A lot of the conversations I've had revolving around it, right? Straight away, I haven't like without me saying anything, right? As in, like, oh, yeah, you know, what are you going to vote? I'm like, well, what do you think? Like, you know, what, what are you going to vote? Oh, I'm voting no. Ah, why? You know, why? Why do you feel no? And almost always, it, almost every single conversation has started with, and these are educated people. Like, uh, these are friends of mine. You know what I mean? People I would consider, you know, equal counterparts as far as intellect, you know, like not drop kicks. And they'd be like, uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, marriage to me has always been like a religious thing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I'll just off the bat, but marriage isn't a religious thing. You know, like, like we had discussed, like you don't need a church to get married. Like you don't need a church to find God. Marriages mm. can happen without a church. That's, that's why people get married in civil ceremonies and blah, blah, blah. Oh, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, when you go, like, and I use the Greek church as the example. When you go to, to get married in a Greek church, the first thing you do before you get married is you rock up and pay the priest off 500 bucks mm-hmm. for a certificate. That certificate is, comes from the Australian government, not from the Greek Orthodox church. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> first, the government says, yeah, okay, you can get married. Then the Greek Orthodox church says, oh, we'll do it our way. You know, we'll give you our version of it, our flavor of it. Mm. You know, how would you like your roast beef? Eh, medium rare. All right, go see these cunts. You know what I mean? But you still have to ask to, to the government for fucking permission to get married. And for me, fundamentally, that's the basis of the argument. Why, is, why can heterosexual couples get permission from the government to get married? Why can't homosexual couples get married? What's it going to fucking do? Well, the purpose mm. started 12th of September. What are we, in, what are we now? 15th November. It's been a while, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just got the, just now, news.com. Australia says yes. <laughs> well, okay, but they still could do whatever they want. They'll drag the, they'll drag the bill out for the next oh, five years if they want. Dude, this to. makes this is what people. This makes no difference. <laughs> okay, think about you know what? Here's another one, man. Do you remember when we had the referendum for the um, uh, Australian Republic? Mm. When was that? Ninety eight or something? Something like that. Like, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Was it ninety eight? <laughs> no, no, no. It was. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I'm stats manning this. I'm one, pretty man. sure it was early two thousands. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Australian. <laughs> referendum. Would you want to be... You know what? For me, it wouldn't make a difference. 
Yeah, it did. Early 2000s? November 1999. Oh, close. <laughs> and they it just before the millennium. And what was the question? Does Australia want a republic? But it wasn't even, does Australia want a republic? It was, do you want a system um, set up by government? It was the former republic. Mm. Was the first president going to be elected via a vote within the, count, uh, the government? Or la la la. The people wanted a, a republic, but didn't want one elected by government. They wanted to form their own, like, mm. pick their own president. And it was Which, never brought up again. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. We're in, Slept under the rug. 2017, man. <laughs> 18 years later. Yeah, yeah, Republic, what are you talking about? Yeah, dude. 18 years later. We had a vote. No <laughs> Republic. And they've never gone back to it. Because I was th- saying, Republic, we're going to change the flag. Yeah, you remember? We're going to do everything impossible. And they came up with all these design ideas. <laughs> I want to look it up. Yeah. These cunts, it's like people that plan their dream wedding don't actually have a fiance. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, what are you doing? Yeah. You find a man or a woman first and then work your way from there. <laughs> no, I'm that, serious. Oh, that was going to be our flag. Why? <laughs> Scottish or something. Isn't that the Eureka Stockade flag? Yes. <laughs> why would that be our flag? Because Australia, that's why. <laughs> I wouldn't want that as our national flag. People, well, half of the Bogans have that tattooed on them yeah, anyway. Yeah, because that's just a working class emblem. Mm. You know what I mean? Not all of Australia's working class. Uh, and our national anthem doing working class, man. Yeah, dude, the Barnsley. Barnsley's, Barnsley's got like some sort of uh, tour going on right now. There's, there's, there's fucking signage on the, uh, the tuck shop in the corner. Barnum? No, no, no Barnsley. Barnsley. Oh, Barnsley. Barnsley. Yeah. It's, it's, the call, it's called working class man. <laughs> the working class man tour. Is that what it is? <laughs> it's got like a, like a life and times of Jimmy Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Midnight, yes. Midnight Oil are touring as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard on the radio, some guy went and saw it, but they didn't play... Um, Beds are Burning. No, what's the other one? The ma- uh, Something Man. I don't know. You know their songs, don't you? I don't know, man. Something Man. I I know. One of the dudes fell off the stage. and <laughs> ripped his just, hamstring. They had to stop the... Um, yeah, they've cats of the tour. They yeah. postponed it. He ripped his hamstring. <laughs> too, too old to rock. <laughs> Never too old to rock. You rip my hamstring falling off a stage. Just a really wide stance while he's playing. <laughs> it's too too wide. Yeah, the full indie just gone all indie wearing skinny tight jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> Johnny, don't stand that wide. <laughs> you know what happens? Falls into a drum kit. Hey Pete, I think I just did my hammy. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Is it really burning around here? That's yeah. fucked, man. All right, so let's, let's let's be serious for a second. How how quickly do you reckon one of these bills is going to get through? Let's put a bet on it. Not even a bet. Let's let's get a Mystic Bobby prediction here. When will you be able to okay with your your, uh, your man uh, friends? No idea. We're in November. We'll say this is clearly an issue for after Easter. Can I just <laughs> like, can I just tell you we'll never hear about this again? <laughs> I reckon it'll be a just slow. To it'll be a slow burn. Yeah. Watch this, man. This is on the back burner. For, it's like, all right. We've got more important issues to yeah, yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, we will. Like, you know what? like the dual citizen <laughs> saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing about that shit. <laughs> apparently, Andy resigned. Apparently, everybody is like. Uh, apparently, everybody's got different citizenship. She's the like, biggest bogan in the world. Yeah. She's Scottish. She's got Scottish heritage. Yeah. Can I just say, like, what, what, what does it matter? Like, they're already doing their job, right? So, what are the consequences of this? Like, yeah, you you've got to be straying. But, like, what's the fucking difference? It's like, funny why how, the like, thing? Why we, the thing? Yeah, we have people in this country that aren't citizens of the country, but they're okay to go work, pay tax. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's, he's uh, you know... Uh, Akmal. Yeah, it. Akmal has come in from Morocco, right? <laughs> Doesn't have citizenship, but we put him to work, we take his money, yeah. right? And then we send an offender for himself, right? OG, yeah. Yeah. 
Jackie Lambie had a grandfather or a father from Scotland. Get out. Back in the day. Automatic dual citizenship. Something she, you know. Get out. Get out. She's representing people in parliament. Yeah. How does that work? Even though you're an Australian citizen. Yeah. Akmal has to... Adhere to the rules, and he has to be Australianized. You know? Wait, can I just love it or leave it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I just say something. Australia is part of the Commonwealth. Yeah. So if you're a citizen of England or Scotland or whatever, yeah. you're part of the Commonwealth. So what's the difference? Yeah. Should be should be better. Should be a republic they, there, shouldn't they, we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Should be a fucking republic there. If we were then. a republic, it makes sense to not yeah. allow dual citizens, yeah. man. But we're part of the Commonwealth. Yeah. So, so I don't understand. Exactly. Yeah. Arnie had said that about him running for president, and he wouldn't be allowed because yeah. he wasn't born, born in, in the, the United States. States. Mm. It's all diversion. And that was it's the whole diversion. thing about uh, Obama's uh, birth certificate. Because they said he wasn't born in... Trump spent like five years... Is, yeah, I don't believe he's a... Digging through the dirt. Yeah, I don't believe he was born in America. It's like, all right, well, he was born in America. He was born in Hawaii. And he took credit for it like he, it was some sort of like espionage thing. Yeah. Fucking Trump. Anyway, yeah, no, but what exactly what you said. Yeah. Well, should we be a republic? If dual citizenship is an issue, then we should be a republic for it, it to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing's going to, like... I mean, we're part... Like? We're under the Commonwealth, so what's the fucking difference if someone's... Ancestor comes from England. Where's where the, the same shit? Same shit. Same shit. Yeah, and it's all like, and that's the thing, man. I'm not a fan of Jackie Lambie, man. But in her defence, it's not like she went to Scotland, dug up paperwork, and like made herself a citizen. She she actually called the like some sort of guys. You no, know what I mean? Like, she actually looked into it and said, "Oh, I'm, I'm I've got Scottish yeah. somewhere down the line." Like. It's not like she went out... Exactly. She's, yeah. not, she's not running for Scottish yeah. Parliament. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, is it brought to their attention, like, when they go for the job? That, no, it's only like, become an issue now. Yeah, like, is it... Like, shouldn't they know? Like, it should be a You know, this thing. is a diversion, you go for the right? job, like, this yeah, but can't be a job. Some politicians or, have already knew it, so they went ahead of their... They, yeah. they went ahead and sort of severed ties in all that sort of aspect before they ran for Parliament. Like, yeah, say I denounce my yeah, citizenship to this country. That's a, and that's a little loophole you wouldn't be fucking aware of, man. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you how would you be aware? fucking know? Mm. Like, see, me, if I ran for prime minister, I know because I was born in Greece. I've got dual citizenship, yeah. so I wouldn't be able to unless I denounce my yeah. Greek citizenship. But Apparently, yeah, I was reading something the other day about if your grandparents or your parents were born in Greece, and like you, your parents, you were born here, but your grand, yeah, mm. I think up to your grandparents' lineage, if they were born in Greece, you're automatically a citizen. I'm not fucking aware of that. I'm not. I didn't think I was a citizen because I know that I, I need to apply for a Greek passport and it's a whole process. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I am automatically a citizen. I've got no fucking no, I, idea. I think you are. No, no. I, I'm dead serious. No, no. You'd be, you'd be on the books because your yeah, parents, parents were born, born in Greece. Yeah. Because I had a mate who got a Greek passport, yeah, and he said it was a massive, massive paper trail. It cost him, you know, like a couple thousand Greeks, bucks. Man. <laughs> they don't yeah. give a fuck. It was huge. And he, had, he goes, I had to send letters away to Greece and the embassy proving my grandparents' lineage and my great... Like, he kept... He said it was mm. a massive fuck-around, but now I'm realising maybe it's because his parents were born here yeah. and maybe his grandparents were born here as well. Because I've got mates whose grandparents were actually born in Australia. Mm. You know, like, guys... Back in the day, back in the people day. People our age, you know, people in their 30s with parents and grandparents that were born here, you know, or yeah. if their grandparents weren't born here, they came here very, very young, mm. you know? But that... that that's, I so my, my grandparents were born overseas and my dad, so would that make it an issue for me as well? Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. But you'd have, to, you'd have to look into it. Where was your dad born? England. Yeah, forget it. Exactly. Yeah, you'd, you'd be a dual citizen. dual citizen. You'd, you'd have rights to dual citizenship in um, England. England you, you could go there and be like, my father was born in England and, my and grandfather. I want to apply for a dual citizenship. And they'd have to give it to you just on based the base on that. on that. Yeah. No arguments. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and you the same with you with Grace. Like they would give you one because I'm, your parents. I've read it in passing, man. I don't know. I don't know who it was, but I got to look it up. Yeah. yeah. And because you know what? Because your dad lived in Thailand for many years, you could probably get Thai citizenship as well. Yeah. Because he worked and paid taxes and everything there. It wouldn't be hard. No. Like my father lived here for how long? Yeah. You know. Nearly twenty years. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's like that's he lived most of his life. Yeah. In Thailand. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. would have had to have become a citizen after twenty years. Because because in Thailand and Indonesia and stuff, you can't make money there unless you Yeah, you can't just get a visa no. and just let it keep No. You yeah. know but um when we were in Bali last year the guy was telling us unless you're a citizen, foreigners can't come in here and work on a visa. You're yeah. not allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed to uh, profit off the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So right. your dad would have had to at least be a citizen. How nuts or, is that? Yeah. 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 Dude, that's so really, look into that man. That's really yeah. interesting that he says that, man. Like, in Thailand, you can't physically profit off the state, right? No. They you can't own a business, you can't They nothing. take all the tourists they can, yeah. right? And we Australians tear that place yeah. to shit, right? We Lock live there. in ruins, <laughs> right? And we don't phys- they don't physically allow any tourists to profit off their state. And you can't even own property, you have to lease it. Yeah, Australians, we let... Like, we're, we're now really stringent, like, oh, you know, we need to start monitoring who we let in, right? But we make them work to death. Backpackers have to get a visa. They have to work in the cane fields. Out in fucking orange groves. Got this shit Yeah, you hear these horrific tales. It's something like they've got to do, you know, a month, two months worth. And they get murdered they by some wolf creek for, They want to come here for a year. They've got to do the equivalent of, like, a month or two months' work. Look it up, dude. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. They're their life. I'm not bullshitting you, are fruit. I'm not bullshitting you. We force them to do hard labour. Yeah. Even like we would never have picked fruit up north, <laughs> wait, because man. we had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to go to my uncle's farm in Mildura, and I'd help him or like his neighbours just doing the grape shit. You know what mm. I mean? Like just pulling vines out and whatever, driving the tractor. Yeah. That was like holidays. I was a kid. Mm. If someone said to me, yeah, look, mate, uh, you're going to go up to you know Gundagai and you're going to pick uh, cane toads off the fucking wheat. Eighteen hours a day for two bucks. Like, get fucked. Are you out of your mind? We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Would you go to Thailand to do it? Imagine if you want to go to Thailand for a year, and they said, yeah, yeah, you've got to do hard labor on, on a farm in the middle of nowhere for two months before you can do that. No, thank you. <laughs> you, you tell me to get fucked. My nails will get too dirty. <laughs> Dude, I think that's where your life's heading, man. You should become a, a fucking Thai citizen, man. Yeah, maybe. And just go live there, man. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Just a sloth on the beach. Just lease out a little beach shack. And just, just sell, and just sell, like, they sell the phone camera things. No, no. <laughs> my job would be take the hot Swedish tourists out on touring, touring the, on a motorbike. They sort of go for the hot... Uh, and I sit on the back. <laughs> they go for the hot uh, surf instructors, dude. Yeah. He'd be the, he'd be <laughs> the, the, uh, hello. Hello. It's <laughs> a given. Like, what am I talking about? Uh, yeah, I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> Case in point, mate. Uh, I'll shut up. I remember, dude, I saw that. Um, PP Island, man, 2008. I, the last time I went to Thailand was like 2013. I only went to uh, Samui, Bangkok, and um, Phuket. But 2008-9, I was in Samui. Then I did like Copenhagen and all that shit. But I went when I got to Phuket, I did um, PP Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, we're walking around like... Have, have you been to PP? Yeah. Yeah, how small it is, yeah? Like you could do the whole island in like, what, 20 minutes? Like the, really? The it's that small. No, not, no, not, no, no. The actual, not the, water to water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like the center of it. Yeah. 20 minutes? Yeah, not far. No, it's literally just a couple blocks. Right. But I remember passing 
his um, snorkel tour sort of joint. <laughs> and the instructor's man was just this Aussie guy like from Byron and like two Germans and a Swedish guy. Yeah. He's buffed up, tatted out like blonde. You know what I mean? So, that's what Johnny just do. All the girls, I was there with like an, an exercise, like group of girls. They're just like swooning over these dudes. I was like, you guys just going to fillet them and then yeah. feed them to the fish, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 I'm not even joking, man. It's so fucked up. I mean, I'm going to look up how long you have to be living in time before you become a citizen. Cause he's great. He's my father's parents moved there to run a glass factory. Oh, see, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. to own a business, they would have to become citizens. He was the owner of a glass factory. Yeah. So because because they um, lived there and made money, they would have had to become citizens. That means your grandparents were citizens of Thailand. Dude, they had a house with servants and everything. Fucking make like yeah. Making them breakfast and all that sort of shit. Dude, I saw a tweet come through. Donald J. Trump, I'll be making a major statement from the White House upon my return to D.C., time and date to be set. Ooh. The first tweet, it's been liked 1,500 times. Well, Donald Trump, I hope you're resigning. What's he going to talk about? Does it say or just, just something important? Yeah, what's he going to say? He's been in Asia the last uh, week. Have you seen that? Walked right past a Vietnamese president. <laughs> dude, dude. It's like a comedy reel, like every week. Yeah, just didn't know who he was, just walked right past him. Like, he had to go out. They had like a set, you know what I mean, like for photography. And the president's just, like the prime minister of president, no, it's Vietnam, he's the president. He's just standing there like at attention, like waiting for him. And there's like red and yellow or carpet or whatever, like just to guide him to stand next to him. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if I'm saying I'm walking straight... And he's to my right. He's just veered to the left, like, and then just someone must have yelled out at him. So he's looked up, he's like, "Oh!" And he's doubled back and shook the guy's hand, and then stood there. <laughs> oh, that oh, you're the guy. Okay, yeah, there's one oh, guy hi. standing there under a flag. <laughs> like, I think that's who you meant to shake hands with, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy real. <laughs> he must be just so wrapped up in his own little world. He was like, "Fuck everyone else. I'm the man." Like. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Comedy real. I'm just picturing the three stooges, man. Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> like all these cuts. <laughs> oh, he's such a fucker. He's so fucked up, man. Uh, Thailand, three years, you have to be on a visa there as a non-immigrant, as in you're living there, and then you can apply for... So your dad would have had to become a citizen. Hmm. So look into that, man. That means that might automatically entitle you, because he's a citizen of Thailand. Just to go bada bing, bada bang, and just swoop <laughs> and, in. And you wouldn't have to worry, mm. because your dad and your grandparents were there, because like working I, and living. As a tourist, you can only get visas for, like, how long is it, like three months? Yeah, it says non-immigrant visas. So yeah, you can yeah. only be there as a, as a tourist. As a tourist, it's only like three months. Because yeah. I remember when I'd gone, I think the first time, I'd been in South... I'd gotten one, then landed, then left, and come back or something, so they were trying to figure out the dates. It's it's sketchy. But I know that, yeah, as a tourist, you can only go for a couple months. Oh, because when I'd gone the last time, I was sitting in a, a cafe. When I'd gone the first time, I'd, I'd stayed at a hotel, and the family that owned the hotel like was at this the northern part of Phuket, yep. and I went and visited them again the last time I went. So I'm sitting there in a the cafe, and this old dude comes past. He's from WA. Like an old reg, literally. It was like an old reg, yeah? Uh, old reggie. Yeah. And I'm um, like, oh, so what are you doing? He's like, oh, I retired like, you know, 10 years ago, whatever. So he moved here. I'm like, okay. And they were talking about him taking a visa trip. I'm like, what's his visa trip? He goes, oh, to avoid having to become a citizen, I'm on a tourist visa. And the way to, uh, to sort of loophole around that, you go over the borders for like a day and then, then come, come back. back. 
And they organise them, as in, like, you can legit go to, like, one of the tour guides and say, I need a, tour, a visa trip. One visa tour, please. Yeah, yeah, one visa trip. And you pay, like, 200 bucks. They get you over the border. They stamp your passport. You're there for 12 hours or something, and that's enough to get you back over the fence. Well, that was the thing with me with the military in Greece, because I went on my honeymoon, and they were threatening me with military. So what my uncle did, we got a paper stating, I'm an Australian citizen. I haven't profited off Greece, because I, I came to Australia when I was a kid. And then he said, worst case scenario, he goes, where we are, Turkey's like like down the road kind of thing. So he goes, you go over the border for a day. He goes, relax, man. He goes, we'll go there to the markets and shit. We'll yeah. chill and then we'll cross the border back. He's like, done. Yeah, nice. And he knows how to speak Turkish. So he's like, whatever. Goes, yeah. No stress. In and out. And he goes, after that, you're fine. He goes, but you've got, you got a time limit because if they get you before you cross the border, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grab yeah, yeah. We're avoiding. Yeah, because my little brother wants to move to Thailand. He's still over there, isn't he? Oh, he's back now. But again, he could get citizenship, I reckon, because of your parents and grandparents. Yeah, because I didn't speak to him about it because he was talking to dad about it, and apparently he said it's really easy, so it must be the case. Dude, there was the first time I'd gone. Um, I met when I was in Phuket. I was staying at a hotel along the beach, like away from uh, Bangla Road, like the other end, right past the Maccas. You know where the Maccas is? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. down past that, like yeah. down the beach. And um, I was saying this hotel, I had this, like, Euro, Europe sort of theme. Like, you know, those brightly coloured sort of pastels, walls and shit. And it was an Italian couple. The wife barely spoke English, like, barely. His English was pretty broken, but he could speak. And um, they were from um, Milan, originally. I think was, I'm pretty sure it was Milan. It was some sort of glitzy, like, yeah. area of um, Italy. I'm like, you know, what are you doing here? And their, their son was having his first birthday that day when we were there. Right? I'm like, okay. So what are you doing here? It's like nothing. We came, me and the wife came here for a holiday, like you know, two three years ago, or whatever. Loved it. Went back to Milan. Felt depressed the second we got back because they were both like they both worked, and I think they, one of them was studying at the time. I can't remember. Mm. Young family, and they said um they literally were just going to work and coming home, seeing each other for like two hours a day, and then going to sleep. Like as we couldn't do it anymore. Came here for a holiday, had a bit of money. So we sold up in Milan, organized a real estate agent from here, and they took care of it. They bought us a... We said, we want to run a hotel. Done. That's it. That's all, Man, he literally just went mm. and found a real estate agent, and the real estate agent acted as his broker to, like, Thailand. Yeah. That was that. Dude, done and dusted, man. Like, it li- okay, was it hard? He goes, nah. Nah. The, the last time I went, uh, I had a French dude. He was our tour guide for uh, in Samui. We did, like, the quad bike trails, you know, for the, the day. Mm. And he'd been, he had, a, he had a, two kids, they were half Thai. And he spoke Thai, French, like I think Russian. How long have you been here? He was, you know, eight years or ten years or whatever. How? Came on holidays, loved it, didn't want to go back to France, so that's <laughs> it. Sold up and... That, literally. Well, a kid from our school lives in Thailand, I can't remember his name, but he was a couple of years older than us, I think. And we knew him through friends or whatever. Um, he went over to Thailand, married a Thai chick, and he just got a pig farm. And he just runs a pig farm. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I'll try and think of it. He runs a pig farm. But imagine that man going over there and running a pig farm. That's mad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and living, in, living in paradise, running a pig farm. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck literally. it. Yeah. Like, that's it. And you just uh, important, uh, like, exports meat to tie and then to other. Man, a job on the beach would be the best. Just like doing little fucking. You want to be a beach bum. Yeah. Pretty much. You want to be a beach bum. Like, that, that's. Like, um, you know, Paul, you know selling Paul. watches. <laughs> <laughs> with a big trench coat. Yeah. Your bags and Gucci, Gucci. Gucci, Gucci. Opens the trench coat up and he's got no pants on. Ooh, wrong, wrong area. 
<laughs> or he gives pedicures on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Many fatties. <Yeah. laughs> six dollar, six dollar. Come yeah, on. Uh, special like, for you. Um, you know, <laughs> you seen that movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Paul Rudd, he's like the surf instructor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, like is. that dude, man, 100%. Yeah, Paul Rudd, that's yeah. right. I forgot about Paul Rudd in that movie. It's <laughs> <Yeah. He's> great. <laughs> Did you, what about that Ben Stiller movie, man? How they go on the trip? He gets married and they go on a honeymoon. Oh, and, and she Hank sleeps is, with the French Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria yeah, yeah, bangs yeah. his missus, the yeah, superstructor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, you want no scuba? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Hank uh, Azaria, yeah, man. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> you know scuba? And he's got the big package. <laughs> oh. In the Speedos. <laughs> I love how that's what he thinks of. Yeah. Is the package. Wait, is it definitely Hank Azaria? It's Hank yeah, Azaria. it's Hank Azaria. I was going to bring him up. Oh, actually, I wasn't going to bring him up. I was going to bring something else up. He's, guy, he's amazing, man. He's a comedian fucking... actor something in America who's causing a bit of controversy. He's made a doco about how Apu from The Simpsons is a racist character. Oh, here we go. It's a racist stereotype, and he's, they've just been perpetuating these racist stereotypes about South Asians. And uh, Hank Azaria voices Apu. And I was going to, and the, all the feedback, all like the response, mm. it's like, okay, so this is a case of. I'm fine with something until they make fun of something that's like yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, dude, the Simpsons, everything's a stereotype because it's just a joke. Like, yeah. uh, Krusty's a Jewish uh, clown yeah. entertainer who's a degenerate gambler and sex fiend. You know L- what I mean? L- Lionel Hutz, the yeah. dirty fucking lawyer. Yeah, the, yeah. the ambulance chaser. Yeah. The, the police chief's a clueless guy who looks like a pig. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's, it's all Troy, stereotype. Troy McClure, man. Yeah, man. The washed up 80s actor. And he's got a fish fetish. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom McClure. <laughs> you might remember, remember me. Films, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. Speaking of which, Troy McClure and and Lionel Hutz were both voiced by um, uh, what's that? Uh, the guy, uh, guy that died. We're not grinning. Uh, um, you know my my favorite Lionel Hutz moment is when like he's babysitting the kids and he's asleep <laughs> and they wake him up and he's like, <laughs> "Don't touch my don't stuff. stuff. He's got the knife." <laughs> <laughs> he's such an ambulance chaser. Oh, man. dude, <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> Well, he was in the hospital talking to him. I think it was about Bart's accident when Burns... Bill Hartman. Bill Hartman, yeah, he was killed by his wife. Yeah, I love how they're in the hospital, and he's talking to him, and then he pauses because he hears, like, an ambulance go yeah. by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but anyway, I was just saying, um, I was going to say, that, that that whole thing is blown up, and Hank Azaria voices a poo. Hank Azaria, the Sephardic Jewish dude, voices a Puna Hasapima Pedalon, <laughs> clearly an Indian. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone loves... Dude! And they were saying... One of the arguments I was... Do. But it's just, I do! I <laughs> do! They were saying that Apu is, like, one of the most positive characters on the series. He actually the is. He's, like, an upstanding citizen. Hard worker. He was, like, the most eligible bachelor for ages. Loves America. Uh, <laughs> loves America! Uh, uh. And then they research into his religion and shit, like his customs, because they're not far off the base with yeah. all the facts. It's not like some... Can't be but it's funny how he has like 12 kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like literally one of the most positive streaks in that show. And he is. He's pissed off, you know, because yeah. he's a, a negative stereotype. Like, fuck off, man. But it's just true, though. Like, every every, every 7-Eleven owner, like, worker in my area is Indian. Like, so what? Yeah, they're either Asian or South Asian. Yeah. Yeah, or Middle Eastern now yeah. as well. Why? Because the, the jobs they can fucking take when they get here, they need and to invest. The, and also they're the small ones that buy the businesses. Yeah, they need to invest. In and a- the headquarter of... 7-Eleven is at the top of the Indian mountains, right, as well? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that has to be true. <laughs> Cookie mind. Are the guys drinking squishies? <laughs> you have... Yes. <laughs> you have three... <laughs> really? Yeah, I love it, man. Thank I you, come it. again. Thank Dude, you, come <laughs> again. <laughs> Thank you. He's just kicks him out. I love it when they open the door, like, you the boom. It slams shut like it's a cathedral. And it's got that music. Yeah. As they're walking down the perfect aisles. <laughs> Fuck, old Simpsons were good, man. Oh, dude. 
you can ask me three things. I was going to say, you want to talk about economy, man? I read this, there was this article. Really? You know, there's this article in that clickbait, news.com, Australia's economy is built on shaky foundations. And it's basically, if you see the, the entire, um, if you read the entire article, I'll send it to you mm-hmm. guys if you want. It's basically about how our entire economy is just treading water, man. Like, we're just relying on a few things to keep us going. Hanging on by a thread. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you remember like 10 years ago, when was it, Twitter? When did the the mining industry kick off and the, the steel industry and all that in Australia? Like, all the mining shit. Yeah, it was and like... That, what's Australia's richest woman? What's her fucking... Um, Reinhardt. Yeah. Reinhardt, yeah. She started just like, you know, sapping everyone. Gina Reinhardt. Yeah. Picard. That's yeah. just fucked. Yeah. She's... Basically... <laughs> All that, like, exploded, right? Well, I'll just paraphrase some of this article. It's like, while, while volume exploded, open interest didn't. New contracts were not being created. Volume instead was churning as the hot potato passed between speculators, most commonly in the night session as consumers traded after work. So, so, so much so that sometimes analysts wondered whether the price of iron ore is set by the market tensions between iron ore miners and steel producers or by Chinese taxi drivers trading on apps. Like, <laughs> literally. It's just, it's all a game, man. And basically... It's like just yeah, the whole mining thing. Like we've got nothing else to back it, right? And the, this is what killed me. I, I scroll further down, right? Natural gas as well, right? We got a lot of that. <laughs> Looking at you, Tommy. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> this is just an opinion piece, right? And it's got a couple of yeah. stats. You got, I'm, I'm paraphrasing like really quickly here, but when it, like some of these headlines and just some of these things that like just sat out, it's like, are we buying houses with flat whites with an economy that is 68 percent services? As I believe John Hewson put it, the entire country is basically sitting around serving each other cups of coffee, or as the chief scientist of Australia would prefer, smashed avocado. Mm. Seriously. Smashed avocado. Yeah. Sourdough. Uh, su- successive Australian governments have achieved economic growth by blowing a property bubble on a scale like no other. Um, and then it goes on to talk about like the uh, GDP, the, uh, the GDP growth, and then like property and just the swing, like yeah, everything's just fucked, basically. But the headline that got me, man, right? was um, we can't afford to live here. Australians literally can't afford to live here. Yeah? And it's got here. They did basically what we had done on the first, the third episode of whatever we did. We um, Foreign buying driving up housing prices has been a major factor in Australian housing affordability or rather unaffordability. Urban planners say that a median house price to household income ratio of 3.0 or under is affordable. 3.1 to 4.0 is moderately unaffordable and so on and so on, right? Dude... At the end of July 2017, according to Domain Group, the median house price in Sydney... What do you reckon the median house price in Sydney is? 1.3? Yeah, 1.17. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Easily, easily. And the Australian Bureau... Wait, of a tent was getting rented out for fucking 400 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the Australian Bureau of Statistics is the latest average pre-tax wage at 80K. Yeah, fuck it. So average household income of 91, right, for this city. Yeah. This makes the medi- median... House price to household income ratio for Sydney, okay, here we go, 5.1 right, is <laughs> severely unaffordable on the, on the median household to household income hmm. ratio, yeah? 5.1 is severely unaffordable. What are we at, 6.0? Sydney is at 13, <laughs> flat. <laughs> Melbourne is at 9.6. Sydney's prices are through the fucking roof, man. So we're a little bit better off than Sydney. Dude, fuck Sydney. Like, dude, no, you, nine dude, you, couldn't, you couldn't touch Sydney. Hmm. You, on, a, like, on, a, on a ratio, dude, on a, on a fucking aggressive ratio, 
Melbourne is at 9.6. If 5.1 is severely unaffordable, what's 9.6? What's 13? You're you're living on the street, mate. This is is what killed me. This is before tax and before any basic expenses. The average person takes home 61,000 per annum. And so to buy the average house, they would have to save for 19.3 years, right? But only if they decide to forego the basics such as eating. No oh, shit. Underwear. <laughs> and this is neglecting any inter- interest costs if one were to borrow the money, which at current rates would approximately double the, re- the total purchase cost and blow out time to repay to around 40 years. This is why you get your farm, live off the land. Oh, the farm dream. Is it, but no, no, no. Sustainable. You can't just live off the land, dude. You need to no, no. sell the shit. But that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So you, you live off the land, you raise animals, you grow your crops, whatever, vegetables, whatever, sell them at the market. You'll be fine, man. You eat an animal here and there, you'll be fine. Yeah, no, but dude, just it's cabbage, not a matter of that, Cabbage man. every night for dinner. Cabbage? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not just a matter <laughs> of cabbage. that. You might, you might be okay because you're eating your own stock. Uh, stock. Yeah. How long does it take to, for a calf to grow up and turn into something you can cook? Yeah, you buy a couple of calves. No, no, I'm serious. I remember saying yeah. even this conversation with someone like a year ago. Shoot, 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 shoot rats, Nate. They, they planted a couple like uh, demolition man. That's a good rat burger. <laughs> they planted a couple <laughs> fucking things in their in their front yard, right? Yeah. Like a, a, a bit of parsley and coriander and shit. They picked it. I'm like, have you planted anything else? What do you mean? I go, well, well that grows. <laughs> but you need to constantly be like replenishing the fucking yeah. seeds. Yeah. What are you going to plant one tomato, nah. then pick it in a month? You need a harvest for the seasons. You yeah, exactly. keep going. It's an ongoing going. process. It's a process Absolutely. that they've been doing for thousands of, upon thousands of years. You get chickens, lay le- they lay eggs. Yeah, you, you keep some to lay eggs. Sustainable. And the rest you slaughter S- up. Sustainable, man. You just keep yeah. going. I know it's, it's not as easy as it sounds, but I'm just saying that's an option. Yeah, but that process took hundreds and thousands of years, man. Millions, you know, to get to mm. that point, right? If you just threw me, 50 grand and said, here, take this, go buy a property in um, Sebastopol and uh, live off the land. Dude, I want to know where to start. <laughs> like, can I get new Just start digging a hole. Is there, <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there NBN out there? What's going on? NBN. <laughs> <laughs> he just digs holes and puts cans of baked beans. Flight later. He'll grow. <laughs> <laughs> My whole property looks like a fucking treasure map. Yeah. yeah. And it's just holes. Yeah. Landmines. <laughs> no, no, not those ones. <laughs> They're next year's ones. Yeah. <laughs> Next season. <laughs> just cans this of is beans. what I mean, dude. Like, we should have been taught how to be self-sustainable from a young School age. School never taught us that. Like, how to run a farm, how to be sustainable, how to raise you animals. You know what? Like, if, they taught us how to, that. if they taught us how to do that... It's all algebra and bullshit. Because if, any, if she does hit the fucking... Then what are we going to do? Most of this generation would not know how to fucking raise a chicken or... Yeah, but it's also called control, man. If we can't do all that, then we need to go to people that do know how to do that. And if if... Hypothetically, if World War fucking 10 starts tomorrow, yeah, and say we survive three to nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, you know what, man? I think, I'll be yeah. honest, man, I'm sick of the term, oh, when World War 3 starts. Dude, World War 3 started a long time ago. Dude, it started <laughs> before, you know, like when September 11 hit, that was it's it. been an ongoing process. Yeah. It was first, a religious war. First it was in Afghanistan. Holy war. Then it was in Holy Iraq. War. Yeah. Then it went to Syria and Lebanon. The, the fucking... And then... Funny that, how they've all got oil deposits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> Some sort of connection there, maybe? Just, maybe, maybe, I don't know. No, no, no. The Arab Spring, everyone uprising, like, nah. As far as I'm concerned, man, World War Three isn't like the Great War no. or the war to end all fucking wars. This has been the longest war. This is the longest war because it's been a war on a digital front. It's been a war on a fucking psychological front. Yeah. Everyone's fucking... Fi- it's been a war, dude, over fucking Stan and Netflix and fucking Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
How many friendships have you lost? Because, yeah, I'm not on Facey. I'm not on Twitter. Oh, well, I can't yeah, talk well, to them then. I can't take your <laughs> iMessages. You know those fucking iPhone messages? I've, I've had an Android for like seven years. Yeah. I didn't get... So I was like, I'll shoot you the messages. I never got them. Oh, you don't have an iPhone. Well, like... Get WhatsApp. No, I don't want to get WhatsApp. Exactly, yeah. These are all world wars, man, because they're on a global fucking scale, man. <laughs> Seriously. No, 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 no. I'm not... Dude, I'm not trying to be pious. I'm not trying to be like, you know, a fucking... Demon. No, no, no. I'm just saying. No. Like, you think about it, Yeah. And when, when has it ever been calm since all this shit started? Trump comes in, he's got tensions now with the whole world. And everything's on a knife edge, always. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, World War Three started, you know, fucking 15 years ago, man. It's got nothing to do with, you know, uh, rockets and bombs and shit. And, dude, they're still going off. Gaza's still fucked up. And just because just we don't see, like, slaughtering happening here, there's people dying horribly yeah, dude, watch all Al over Jazeera, the place man. Right yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's, I watch Al Jazeera. Yeah, and that's just depressing. If yeah. you combine, depressing if you answer. combine all the military uh, conflict going on right now across the world, right? Military, suburban warfare. Go to Colombia, tell me what's going on there. Go to the favelas in Brazil. Go to fucking Iraq. Go to anywhere. How many casualties are we talking per year, man? Dude, yeah, you, you couldn't even count a fucking even war. Count, easy, like a civil war. Yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I was I saying? Oh yeah, the sustainability thing, man. But that's what I was saying, right? Like, so if she hits the fan. Then you go, where do you go? You just go to wherever they've got the big megaphones, like, everyone to the left, man to the right. Single just file. like sheep. Yeah. Single file. Exactly. See, then I'll be on my farm eating that sheep. <laughs> mm, <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> In your shipping container underground. Absolutely, He's wearing the fleece from the fucking sheep. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you're fed for today. What are you going to do tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I slaughter his brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got, like, a family of sheep. Just starts eating grass. <laughs> staring at him. Yeah, I'd, I'd cultivate and do everything, and then I'd put them, you know, keep the meat, cure them. So oh, they don't go off. like um, in salted barrels. Like, Absolutely, uh, mate. Because you know they, they'd last. <laughs> Make some jerky. No, no, jer- no skin Jerky, for you. protein, sustainability. Dude, this farm is getting really fallouty. Yeah. <laughs> Just barrels, 44-gallon drums. Yeah. If they haven't got... It's not sitting on your porch, mama style. No, okay. mate, no, 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 no. This is this is this, this is survival like mode. Meanwhile, dude, every other farm and homestead around him looks like you know true Americana. <laughs> this cunt's house is burnt out. Like my front gate's got skulls on yeah, sticks. <laughs> Mad Max, Mad Max, fucking yeah, man. Yeah. I'm in the back digging a trench. <laughs> Just around. do not enter. <laughs> Have you guys oh, watched? Get out. <laughs> Stay not, away. Not, not welcome. Not <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Yeah, man. Trespassers will die. Yeah, man. I know how to make my own bread. I make my own cheese. Trespassers will die. I'll be fine, mate. Uh, You used to work in a butcher shop. You know how to cut up an animal. Dude, this is why I'm getting better and better by the day, man. I've got some skills, like... I can bring. You can play the drums. <laughs> you can be an entertainment. The jester. He's, he's in a cage. He's in a cage in a treehouse. Jungle boy. Playing drums all day. A gimp cage. <laughs> Throwing him bread. <laughs> Three in the morning. We're not hearing drum rolls. You know what I mean? It's like, like, wake up. <laughs> Where's the gimp? He's sleeping. Wake his ass up. Wake his ass up. <laughs> you hear the crash? There he is. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry, we're cutting. <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen Doomsday Preppers? The show. The whole show based around people preparing for this shit when shit Yeah, but hits those guys go to the extreme, man. They're fucked up. Mm. They're like, those oh. cunts have got nothing else to live for, dude. 
I'm just talking. I'm just no, no, no. I'm serious just ta- on your face and you I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about sustaining you mean, yourself man? and living off the land. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, man. What do you mean the seriousness of? No, this is why you said it. You're like those kinds have nothing else to live for, man. They don't. <laughs> no, you know what? This ties in with something I was thinking about last night, man. I went and literally saw... like um like a series of uh, oh, shipping containers all underground, yeah, man. Like yeah. they spent years doing. And they them. train in combat. They train themselves for combat. Just in case. But dude, you know what, man? This is what, this, is, this is what shits me about those shipping containers, yeah? They're prepping for something that they see as inevitable. Don't have a do- time and date on it. Yeah. Just the Christian fucking fundamentalists keep setting the date back. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't tomorrow. It's uh, the following weekend. Oh, there was a bit of tomato sauce on the book. It's actually in a mother- another month, right? <laughs> but there's no end to it. Like, it's mm. just, they d- they're doing this just to, why? Like, why? Yeah. Right? They're living like, you know, that. The Viet Cong, during the Vietnamese War, they built their fucking underground cities purely for survival. Yeah. Yeah? When I went to Vietnam, I saw it in, in uh, the Coochie Tunnels. That's, yeah, that's what they're called. Dude, they're fucked. Coochie Tunnels, man, we went into them, and they made one, and they called it the tourist-sized one, right? I was the first guy into the hole, right? So I'm standing around the tour group. They're all looking at me. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I've jumped <laughs> in. Pitch black. I mean... Pitch black. You throwing the ethnic guy. Dude, you couldn't see anything in this in this tunnel. Yeah? yeah. All I could hear was this little Vietnamese guy about ten yards ahead of me, just going hello, hello, so I could follow his voice. I'm like Marco Polo. Dude, literally, I'm like crawling through this tunnel. Some points where like it's claustrophobia hard. Okay, I couldn't do it. Pitch black. And dude, this is me, right? I'm like a normal sized guy. I was crouched and crawling, and they said to me this was the tourist size. The original ones were up to like half this size, and then you'd go into them. And then they'd like slither through like a snake. Yeah, dude, these cunts would like literally set up shop in there, man. They'd have like their military things in there, like all the rebels, the Viet Cong, beds, food, underground cities, man, all dug under the dirt. What were they using for lighting? Just like candles, you reckon? Yeah, candles and shit like that, man. Yeah. Candles, I- iPhones, whatever they had. Yeah, they had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the illumi- uh, their iPods were just illuminated. Yeah, up, you know what I mean, the sixties. <laughs> but that's it, man. But that was the point of survival, man. Yeah. Uh. As soon as the war was over, they came up out of the ground. You know what I mean? These doomsday preppers got nothing better to do but wait for the end. Really? And what happens when the end happens? Yeah, well... I reckon they'll be the first ones to die. Yeah, because, like, uh, some podcast, some host was saying it. Like, you don't want to be that guy because everyone's going to be after your shit. Yeah. And, like, a whole big storming crowd is going to take your shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but, dude, what happens... Then it's like my property with a gun. Dude, what happens after the, after the fact? This hillbilly comes out, everything's burnt to the ground, radioactive waste in the air. All right. Uh, Back under. <laughs> yeah, do we go to work now, or what do we do? I just put a bullet through they my brain. Like, uh, <laughs> dude, they shoot themselves. Yeah. They've got nothing else to do. Well, mm. this is beyond my capability. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They've always got jars of pickles, like pickles. <laughs> <laughs> like staple. tons and tons. The yeah. staples. Just and pickles. onions. You know, there's... Dude, <laughs> yeah, pickled onions. This yeah. brings up... This ties into what I was going to bring up, man, because I thought about... I was thinking about this last night. I did my own fucking head in. I'm a moron. I went and saw a play. Uh, my, uh, my mate Alex Tits is in. I really should stop calling him Alex Tits because it's so like um, what's it called? So it's not degrading, but like Tits is what all his mates call him. You know what I mean? His surname's Titsopolis. Yeah. He's a fucking actor. Oh, that's where Tits comes from, Titsopolis. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even Tits. It's Titsopolis. Ah, Tits. It's a tits stuff. But yeah, it's Tits. You know what I mean? I never asked the question. I thought maybe he had nice pecs or something. No, no, no. But he's an actually an established actor. Like he's proper, proper. He's an actor. You know what I mean? Like he's actually an actor. You're just like old Titsy. Yeah, it's like it's just Tits. Relax. Yeah, yeah, like, I forget that. People would be coming up to me. Oh, oh you mean Alexander? Yeah, I know Alexander. <laughs> yeah, um, I went and saw his play last night. It's um, it's on. 
Nikos Kazantzakis, right? He's a famous Greek writer. Because you saw another play of his not long ago. Like, yeah. The, and this is a different one? This is a different one, okay. yeah. The last one was about um, the first migrants that came here post-World yeah. War Two, And the shit they went through. All yeah. That, yeah. This is about Nikos Kazantzakis. He's a famous writer. Uh, you'll get hard over this. He wrote the book Zorba the Greek. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. So before you yeah. asked me, did they do the Zorba? Yeah, they did do Why the Zorba. Why is the table lifted? Good. good. <laughs> just, just good. <laughs> it just confirms. Like, all right, okay. It's good. Yeah. Basically, the play... It wouldn't be a great play without the Zorba, let's face it. <laughs> the play itself, right, was um, a stage version of a book by this guy called Howard Dosser, who was like an intellect, a Western intellect, and he studied this guy's works and then compiled them. And he translated them. You know what I mean? So he translated this guy's life and works... And then the play was based on that guy's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like a, it's it's a, a really quick montage. But the play is called literally a, a Kazantzakian montage, NK mm. Kazantzakian montage. So you're only going to get the the you know, the, the, the gist of it. Does that, does the highlights. That yeah, yeah. My it's my mum. Um, he was my mum's favourite writer. So she read his books from like you know, the time she was in her teens all the way through to like the last ones before he died. He died in um, uh, was it the early fifties? Early 50s, I think it was, when he died, right? What was he writing, sorry? Just books. Basically, he was born in Crete at a time, uh, at the turn of the century, right? 18, like 1884 or something, yeah? And um, Crete was one of the last areas still to be held under Ottoman occupancy, right? So the, the Greek, um, Greek independence started, the, the uprising started in 1824. And then so for that whole century, you know, Greece has slowly taken back its... its uh, Borders. Borders, yeah. And Crete was the last stand, basically. And he, his father had said, oh, I, he refused to laugh. His father refused to la- laugh. I will laugh when Greece is free. So he grew up under like an oppressed sort of, you know, state. And so was, he had all that to deal with as a kid. He basically went on this journey with a mate of his, and he was a writer and he was a poet. His old man was his stern military dude. His mum was like, you know, the, the sort of empathetic sort of bit, and he was torn between the two. And the Greeks... The biggest, uh, with Greeks, the one thing that they've always revered is um, freedom. The price of freedom is like, there's no price of freedom. Like, we, we give everything we have because we, we've lived so many years, like so many hundreds of years under occupancy and all that sort of shit. We know nothing like freedom, right? So he goes on a spiritual journey, goes through Greece, leaves Crete with a mate of his, travels looking into like religion, and he's got a mate of his who's another poet, you know, does all that sort of shit, and then basically comes back and realizes his mission, and he starts writing all these books. All these books are based on individuals that he met through his life and his own stories. Like, one was based on his old man, you know, it was about a colonel sort of thing. He wrote a story. His first book was a tale of, like, my mum said it was his only sort of love story, and it revolved around an Irish girl. And in reality, it was, like, the daughter of, like, his father's captain or some shit was Irish, and he took her, like, yeah, they explored some parts of Crete together, fell in love, blah, 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 right? Ravaged her fiery crotch. Mm. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Greek does yeah. pale, pale immigrant. We got back on News bulletins. Basically, this guy, man, he was up for the Nobel Prize for his writing and shit nine times and lost out, like, by a couple points. The last time he lost out was literally by a point, and the guy that won said that this guy deserved to win, should've, like, nine times won. over. You know what I mean? And you have to understand, he died in, like, at the start of the 50s. He did his best. He did all his works during, like, World War One, World War Two. He survived two world wars while living in an occupied state. I mean, his dates, if you want to know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to remember what, um, yeah, what I remember. He died in 57. 1957. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, the whole time he's like, he's also did so, he did a lot of things that the, the church was obviously a big driving force, like at that time, right in Greece, it was a massive driving force behind everything. He started to not walk, he didn't walk away from religion, but he started to question everything, right? So he was he was into philosophy, but he was into religious religion as well. So he was trying to find branched the, out a little, yeah, the common ground between it, and he's playing the two against each other and all that sort of shit. Dude, he wrote uh, the Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah, that movie that um, Willem Dafoe was in in the 80s. Yeah? I mean, it became a movie. But he wrote The Last Temptation of Christ. I don't know what you know about that that book, but it centers around looking at Jesus, not as a deity that was like all like, you know, all wise, all knowing, perfect. Just a man. Just as a man who had human like error, human um, temptations and all that sort of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that fucked him over big time because he couldn't actually make money from his writing because the Greek church said, nah. This cunt's excommunicated. He's fucking. It's blasphemous. We want nothing to do with him. And they controlled the government, so it's like he couldn't actually make money as a writer doing his thing. Just shut down. He made money writing, doing like translations of like, dude. He translated the first versions of like Charles Darwin's books in Greek. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was like a big thing. Like, dude, they, they didn't. Dude, Greek Orthodox didn't want to hear Church about would have loved that evolution. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to have, have a bar of it. Uh -huh. But that's what he was into. You know what I mean? He was torn between that sort of whole sort of thing. Real truth seeker. Basically, like, it goes through the whole act, right? Like, they go from his birth to, you know, these stories. He traveled like, man, he, he became like a diplomat almost, man. Got a job within the, the Greek government of uh, repatriating, uh, like, all these, like, um, uh, you know, refugees and shit from the wars. And he was, he was all over the joint, yeah? He went to Russia, he went to fucking China, Japan. Like, he, he went everywhere. Crazy life. Yeah, he had a really big, big life, man. It was insane. And the final act of the play... It just shows basically as he's dying, right? Because he, he got a form of cancer. I can't remember what it was. And he's like, it just shows him standing there and he's twined up with these black and white streamers by four uh, different women. And they all represent something different, like the psyche, the, the, the norm, blah, 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 blah. My mum said to me that that was a visual representation and they basically ran through the last book that he wrote, which was, I think, two years before he died. So he knew he was on his way out. Yeah. And yeah. just talking about what he's gone through, and his famous quote is, "I fear, I hope for, no, I, I hope for nothing. I fear nothing. I'm free." So in his final stages, he realised, like, you know, he doesn't doesn't anticipate anything bigger than what he already has, mm -hmm. like the like the, the meaning of life. And to them, the meaning of life is freedom. Mm -hmm. you know, to ultimately be free to do whatever you want and you know pursue whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about it, yeah, because I'm sitting here in this fucking play watching my mate. You know, putting this killer performance full of monologues, and it's not just, but it's not like us talking shit for two hours. It's fucking monologues, man. Proper English, and you know, blah blah blah. Great cast, you know, it's fucking twelve people strong, whatever it was. I'm sitting there watching it, watching my mum and my auntie just watching it, like looking at the audience, looking at this thing, taking it all in. I'm like Jesus Christ, these people are performing. Like I miss performing. And I thought about you playing your fucking drums. You know what I mean? Like I miss having that outlet, right? Mm -hmm. Art and all that sort of shit, because it's an appreciation of art. Yeah. And because the whole play was about psychology and philosophy and religion and all that sort of shit, I got to thinking, yeah? I'm like, this guy spent his entire life chasing philosophy and, like, all that sort of shit. And I thought, like, the extremes of that now, right? Like, what do we have? We have podcasters, all right, that generally don't know what they're fucking talking about, like us included, right? <laughs> yeah. We just rabbit on because these are just that. We're not pretending to be anything more than we are. We're just mm. fucking dumb cunts, yeah? Mm -hmm. Then you got the extreme of that. You got, like... You fa I factioned it all off. There was a quote in the play, and I, it was stuck in my mind for like a good five minutes, and I forgot about it because I asked 
I was focusing on something else by the end of it, right? But I basically put it all into um, like three different forms. It was basically like a philosophy versus conspiracy and then like a validation of existence. And that's why it ties into your stupid doomsday preppers, yeah? Validation of existence. <laughs> My stupid doomsday preppers. Oh, your mates, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> you know all about them. Dude, I was going to ask you this, right? Just as your opinion, because I know Nick isn't, isn't into conspiracies like the way you are, yeah? I have, a, I have an interest in them, but just as something to read, you know, while I'm having breakfast, right? I don't have the tinfoil hat. Go into, like, full Yeah, I don't have the spirals. tinfoil hat. I don't have the fucking maps on my, you know, bedroom wall and shit like that with the thumbtacks. <laughs> the paper clippings up on the wall. Like yeah, that, huh? yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what is your interest in conspiracy theories? Because like, every time I asked you, like, in the last episode we did, you always said, like, it always came back to the powers that be, right? Like, someone's controlling it, like, the, whether it's a new world order. I mean, I know all about it as well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not throwing you under the bus, like, oh, this is what you think. I'm just saying, like, this is what we're talking <laughs> about, right? Like... The greater conspiracy is is that there's a new world order sort of controlling everything and we're all just minions and blah, 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 right? What is the interest in it to you? What is it you're actually trying to find out? Through, like, all your YouTube, Wikipedia research, what is it you're actually searching through all this? Trying to find a truth? Are yeah, you yeah. Trying what to is find it you're actually trying to find at the end of the, the rabbit yourself? hole? Oh, I'm just asking. I'm purely trying to pick mm. your brain because mm. I know you're into conspiracies because I'm... I'm curious. I'm going to ask anyone that is into this sort of shit, and I've fallen out with most people that are. That's why I didn't spend enough time on the internet. You know what I mean? I'm asking for your op- opinion, where you're coming from with this. Yeah, like Nick said, just trying to find a truth to the world. Like, why shit but, is like, the way it is. Your own truth. As in, because people have different versions of truth. So, everyone's trying to find their own version of, oh, yeah, that could be true. It could be because of my fucked up upbringing that we talked about, my religious upbringing and being lied to about that. It's just like trying to find some kind of truth or something it could be that or it could just be like i just want to know like why shit is the way it is i think you like to look at things differently as well that's the thing cousin zaki's had a quote it was something like seeing as we cannot change reality let's try and change the eyes that see reality like as in let's change the people let's change the way people see shit as opposed Mm. to the way shit is right i was just thinking about it right like look watching this play like knowing my mate has like gone through fucking training dude i met up with him at one o'clock on a sunday like two weeks ago like one one a.m i finished the gym at like i was at the gym at like 12 30 12 45 because that's when i i think it was the day i went and got my tat done maybe it was the day that i saw you oh no no i worked with you that day yeah yeah and i came to the I tat shop with, yeah i worked with this guy for like two three hours during the mm. day then i went and got my tat done went home cooked cleaned my apartment went to the gym at like 11 30 at night because that's when i'd finished it was 12.30 at night. I was at the gym, and um, he started, we were texting each other, uh, this, um, Alex. And um, after a bit, I'm like, dude, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, I'm finishing up rehearsals. I'm in the city. Like, do you want to go for a coffee? Just look, you know, quick coffee. He's like, yeah, all right. He goes, you're not working? I go, 12 o'clock. Don't, don't stress. Let's do it. So I met up with him, dude. We're at Chappelle's at like 1.30 in the morning, man, having coffee. Because <laughs> this is when we could we go. He's like, yeah, where'd you come from? I go, oh, I was at the gym. Where'd you come from? Oh, rehearsals. How's that going? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, it's intense, man. It's like a big fucking long monologues and yeah it's it all focused around him it was a key it was a main character main um character i'm like these kinds have dedicated their lives to, like this craft and learning material from someone else of, of interpretation to someone else and then you read about cousin zakis and like the life this guy's led mm. he's just one dude man he wrote like all these fucking books that are continuously being studied in universities across the world so the greek was fucking um by the the in the in the states the um the film, the fucking uh, film guild, whatever it is, they um, preserved it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a landmark fucking movie. You know what I mean? 
and that was off his book. And I thought about all the conspiracy theorists that just sit there at night in, eating cheesels in their underwear, looking for the reptilians. It's like, what, what, and I want to know what the fuck it is they're chasing. How will their lives change? Let's just say, hypothetically, and that quote, you know, you can't change reality, let's change the way we see reality. Let's just say, hypothetically, there is a new world order controlling everything. And these these uh, people find out. As far as I'm concerned, there is a new world order con- revol- uh, controlling everything because it's just called commerce, economy, finance. The system society has put in place now mm. isn't... It isn't across the board because you go to Africa... You go to fucking random African tribes, and they're not living the way people are in New York. Or if you go to a Greek village, a remote Greek village, they're not living the way we are in Clayton. Their priorities are simplified because you start taking elements out. They don't have like you know the the um, they don't have the internet hovering over their heads. Or you know Joe Rogan's fucking last podcast with Tom DeLonge. They don't give a fuck about that. They don't care. You know the guy married off his daughter, and he's playing with his grandkids. That's all he gives a fuck about. That's his search for truth, right? That's what I want to know. These conspiracy theorists that sit up at night and fucking just weed through the internet looking for shit, what is it that they're actually chasing? How will their lives change if they know there is a new world order, like a, a secret club somewhere in, you know, uh, Zurich, where people are taking bets on, you know, when the next country's going to Humanity. Yeah, yeah, taking bets on humanity. Yeah, taking bets on humanity. That's why I'm asking, what is it that you're actually looking for when you look into these conspiracies? Yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I think mine's very religious-based as well. Yeah. Because I had this upbringing of, like, there is a God and this is the way it is, right? Mm. So it's, I look a lot into religion as well as conspiracies and just yeah. trying to make some kind of sense of everything. Like, that's all it is, dude. It's just like a quest for, like, sense of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon it's also I like your truth. Your truth. Yeah. What you perceive to be the truth. Yeah. Which would be different to what Dim sees as the truth. But as long as you're satisfied with what you learn and know, I guess that's what they're looking for. Do you know who's got an image of when you said all these conspiracy theorists eating cheese in their jocks? If something ends up being true, they'll just fucking explode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this heads explode, yeah, man. man. It's like, bad. Oh, my, oh my God! This combines. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it! <laughs> anyway. Dude, um, so you've turned your back on conspiracies, basically. Just live the way you live and don't worry about it. I've turned my back on conspiracies. I just don't have the time for it anymore, man. I, I, it's just like, you know what? It's like, like you know, like... we. If there's a global agenda behind someone, like, that's great, man. I still need to go to work. And it's not like... I'm going to pay my bills. Yes, it's not like we're going to read a newspaper article tomorrow. This is what I thought about. Like, how's it going to affect my life? Okay. It's like, why are we here, dude? Like, I want to know. Why are we here has got nothing No one to, knows, right? Why are we here has got nothing to do with the NWO. I can tell you that right now. But it ties, Hulk, it ties into it, dude, because... It's got, probably got more to do Hulk with Hulk Hogan. Hogan and Kevin Nash, <laughs> yeah. right? They're just buying time, and they're doing some funny shit, right? Enjoying themselves, yeah. right? Why are we here has got nothing to do with the NWO. This is what... Look, dude, I'm not, I'm not ridiculing you for, like, what you think, right? Because it's not your religion. It's just your, an interest. Because I have the same interest, yeah? Mm. I was just... This all came about last night, dude. Like, I was thinking about it. And it's like, you know what? I need to take a step back because, like, this week I've spent a bit of time... Um, dude, I've been thinking lately just to turn my back on it because it gets me down. Dude, like, I just can't... That, that's exactly my point. I, I can't explain to you, like, why I just have this yearning to continuously look at it. I just do. Like, I'm just drawn to it. Like, I just want to know, like, some kind of truth about the world. That's what, I'm sa- that's what I was thinking about, dude. Yeah. I don't think the truth is going to come from us spending hours on YouTube looking up, you know, reptilian videos of Katy Perry having a glitch out, you know, on some fucking music show five years ago. They're playing the same clip. 
Has Katy Perry glitched out since then? No. They keep playing the same one from that award show. We've seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same one of Al Roker on uh, that Weather Channel, which was creepy as fuck. Yeah. But I haven't seen another one pop up. It's like, all right, man, a couple of chinks in the armor across the way. Yeah, fair enough. That's what it is. You know, I just thought about it. If we open the paper tomorrow, right, and they're like, yes, there is a reptilian subgenre, and or like, you know, Donald Trump and Putin and Queen Elizabeth were at an orgy last night in the, the Hamptons, and now they're part of the New World Order. They're controlling your bank. All right. Do I get to take the day off work? I was just thinking about it. Okay, do I get to take, take the day off work now? What does this mean? Do we all get free money? Uh, no. Yeah, do I, can I just go to the Safeway and just start grabbing shit off the racks and just go home? And no. What are you doing? You can't take that? Reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it like that sense. You know what I mean? The, can I go to the airport and say, I want to go to Greece? Why? Well, there's a new old daughter controlling everything, and I, now I know. So can I get on the plane? Uh, I want a free ticket. I'm allowed. They're not gonna do, it's not gonna change anything. Ah, no, you can't, sir. Yeah, it'll be more shit to fucking deal with. And we're just like, really? Okay, where did this come from? Uh, alright. We've been discovering subgenres of fucking humanity for eons, man. It's not something new. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying, like, (laughs) the ancients believed in, you know, Thor and Loki, or Zeus and fucking Athena. Name it! You know what I mean? There are a thousand forms of philosophy and religion going through time, man. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of the early religions were all just philosophy-based. You know what I mean? Because they just wanted a guide for, like, thing. Americans than- believe in Trump. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? that kind of thing. We live in a world now where Jenner, Jenner and Trump are the two biggest brands in the world. They're both fucking useless. It's like, who gives a shit? I don't care. I'd rather read about Kazanzakis' stories of fucking yeah. religion. You know, where he's... He was with his mate, and they were traveling through the mountain. They got to this mountaintop, right? They battled, like, you know, everything to get to this mountain. And while they're there, his mate says, I've just, I've, I've found it. We've questioned religion and, and philosophy this entire trip, but I've found it. There in the middle of the dead of winter, there was a tree in full bloom, like a, an almond tree. I think it was an almond tree. I'm not sure. And his mate's like, there's the fucking, there's the proof. It's like, what proof? Like, what, what are you talking about? It's like, through that, it's like humanity, it's like... They built, they made, like, um, God made, like, the world or whatever, but it's up to us to find God out of humanity, in humanity, like, to make something like that in the pit of darkness. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. It's up to us to make something positive out of nothing. It's not anyone else's, it's not within anyone else's control. It's up to us. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you put yourself around people that are going to benefit you and don't, and, yeah, that's, you, you pick and choose. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. I just kept thinking more and more about that sort of shit. It's just start doing my head in. Because I'm like, man, I, this week I got to, like, I've been going back to the gym, so I've been trying to get my health in order, spend a bit of time cooking and prepping meals. Dude, I've gone fucking, I've gone out drinking. I spent, you know, an hour or two playing music, you know, like, actually playing fucking music. Spent a bit of time just cruising around in my car just because I got it back, and I'm like, finally. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I love this car, man. I get to do what I like doing. Man, I haven't got time for conspiracies. You know, I haven't got time to start reading about fucking, you know, the Illuminati doing some shit behind the scenes. Like, everyone's doing something behind the scenes, man. It's not going to change my fucking day. It's not going to change my lifetime. But people think they're going to get the answers right now. Like, literally, okay, there were reptilians. Cool. Do, do I get a check from the government? Like, well, I don't understand. Well, how's that going to change? Yes, we've been stealing your money for 20 years, so here's 20 years worth of money. Cool, <laughs> cool man. How's it going to change anything, man? Uh, I don't know. Maybe if it came out on a worldwide base, like, worldwide thing, like a... Okay. People at Uprise or something, Dude, maybe, I don't know. Minorities are getting beaten down across the world, right? What happened? It came out, 
worldwide. We know about it. It happens every fucking day. Kaepernick got banned from the NFL because he kept kneeling to raise awareness. He got put on GQ's magazine of the year yesterday, right? The other, yes, two days ago? His, his face is on the front cover. Mm. There are four covers, by the way, but his is on one of them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Colin Kaepernick took a kneel to raise awareness about minorities getting beaten down. He got outcasted. He got banished from the yeah. NFL. And anyone else that tried to do the same had the same repercussions. Okay. So, so what happens now? You say, is, is violence against minorities not an issue? That's a pretty big fucking issue, man. No one gives a fuck. But that's what I'm saying. Like, a massive issue like that came out to light. And who cares? Are there reptilian subgenres of fucking species walking around there? No Probably. Care. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah. What difference is it going to fucking make? We still have to go to work. We still have to... It's not going to change... Oh, well, my daughter's wedding can now get paid for. What? So you're saying it's better just to live in naivety of it rather than... It's not even naivety. Because what if I told you right now there are no conspiracies? What if I told you right now there is no Illuminati? Like, a fact. I'll just say hypothetically. If I said, there is no Illuminati, you can stop looking. Here are the facts. Here are the facts. There are a couple of fucking big bankers that, like, you know, control a lot of the commerce. No, conspiracy theorists will always find something yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, they'll look that. for something else to bitch about. Yeah. Because that's, that's what drives them. That's what they have. Won't change anything in their lifetime. Could never find anything ever. But that's all they just keep going back to. Like the ball breakers, man. Dude, you've enjoyed yourself. I think, I think it's just confusion, man. Like people are confused. Like they don't know, you know, what's going on. Is religion real? Why am I here? And it just, it just, it's that kind of mentality. Snowballs. Like religion, snowballs. religion and Illuminati were two different things initially. Yeah, but for me, it's not because like it's. So it's easier to just turn your back on it and say, yeah, it doesn't exist. Or you know. Even if there's a small chance that it does exist, it's not going to change shit. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. Simple. For every person that believes in a higher power, there are fucking 50 million people that be don't believe in a higher power. Well, their higher power is different. Who gives a fuck? Well, depending... It was Richard Dawkins that said it, man, when he was on that panel. I, I think I mentioned it the last podcast. It was on that panel with, like, that Orthodox um, mm. Jew or whatever and then the Catholic dude and la-la-la. And they said, you believe in what you believe in, because that's what you were brought up to believe in, and you had access to that information. If you were brought up on the other side of the fucking world or another, you know, a thousand years ago... Or You'd have different ago, values. It's totally different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If it's a power struggle this entire time, the power struggle now is data on a phone and your social media, because that's what we're all fixated on, because it's just the, the times. That's how it is. You know what I mean? You go back... 2,000 years, it was something fucking different. And it's just the way humanity goes. We just evolve, 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 evolve. Dude, starting a witch hunt for a higher power or whatever, it's not going to change anything. He's got time, man. He's got fucking time. I've got bills to pay, man. I, I, I want to enjoy myself you on Saturday life, night. life to live yeah. until the time comes when you exactly. don't have life. So when the time comes, the time comes. And that's the, the quote, you know. I don't... Uh, fucking, I've got to get the Cousin Zaki's quote. Hang on. I want to get it right because I don't want to misquote this dude. Yeah, I totally feel what you're saying, yeah. dude. It's just like, I don't know, man. I, just I want can see the way you look at it because it's for a little bit different reasons. We're talking about guys that just sit there all day, every day, right, and trying to find something to fuck with. Like if something, like that shooting Sandy Hook thing. Yeah. Spoke about that last, last week, right? Why keep digging, digging, digging into it? Like, why? I, don't, I just don't understand. You know what I mean? Don't you have anything better to do than, like... 
I think it consumes, it consumes people. Like, yeah, I know. And it's, it's like an addiction. It's like addiction. You're not, you're not consumed about the shit that's going on in you're your backyard. You're not, because you still work. And yeah, stuff. you still got to work, Look right? Oh, dude, I don't spend, yeah. like, all the time on this period. No, no, so I just no, find it I'm just saying, I'm, we're talking generalities, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm talking about a bigger circle yeah, here. Yeah. I just thought I'd bring it up with you because you're big in a conspiracy. I just wanted your take so I get to understand you a bit better, right? I'm, like, I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm just saying, like, mm. exactly what Nick said. Why get consumed about Sandy Hook, whether it was a cover-up or not? La, la, la. Dude, fucking people are dying here in Melbourne, you know what I mean, every 20 seconds. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. So that conspiracy theorist, when he finds out if, say, say it's true, it was a cover-up, what's, what's he going to do? What's it, how's it changed his life? He's going to be like, oh, I fucking told you. Okay, well done. Uh, <laughs> get back to work, man. Yeah. Your shift was over 20 minutes ago. <laughs> get back to uh, work. The, the quote... I think there'd be a lot of angry people if that came to light. That yeah, but why would that conspiracy theorist be angry? It had nothing to do with him. involving the families, man. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with him. Like, let's say some dude out in Ohio that had nothing to do with this thing or wherever, and he... His whole satisfaction is, I told you. Yeah. Well, well done, dickhead. There's okay. your soapbox. I'm going to work. Here's $50,000 if you like. You can have it. Dude, the quote is, I hope for nothing. I fear nothing. I am free. I hope for nothing. That is a yeah. great quote. Yeah. That is I such fear a nothing. Quote. I am free. You know what I mean? Some of his other quotes, man. Oh, here's the quote that his mate had come up with. I've just come up with. Yeah. I said to the almond tree, friends speak to me of God, and the almond tree blossomed. You know what I mean? That's the like. That's his interpretation of God. Um, let's see. Crazy quotes. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. A person needs a little madness, or else they never dare cut the rope and be free. Otherwise, you just conform and you know you I hope don't. For nothing. I fear for nothing. Yeah, that is such a great quote, dude. But that's the point. Like I was thinking about it. Right, you've got the conspiracy theorists that believe that there's something else going on, right? And they want to know what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what right? the main drive is, yeah. There's something else going on that we don't know about. But they're blurring. Like, we don't, know, we don't know who created the Earth, we don't know why we're here, but there might yeah. be this group that does know. So it's like that search for, like, wanting to know. Um, and I'm, but you sitting in a basement, not you, I'm saying in general, like, you sitting in a basement trying to find a truth that may or may not be there. Like, come on, man. Like, Dude, it's like that. Then you've got atheists, scientists, that devote their lives to curing cancer and fucking... You know, which cancer is a fact. It's right there yeah. in front of our eyes. Right, they, they're spending all their time in labs making this uh, fucking medicines and everything. Yeah, and and vaccines to push your lifespan further and push our abilities. Right, and then you got the people that don't give a fuck about anything, don't care about conspiracies. Dude, you could talk to these norms, normies anywhere in a pub, start talking about conspiracies. They will look at you like, "What are you nuts? You mm. got the next round or what, man? <laughs> am I go- am I going? You know what I mean? When's race three on?" Nothing wrong with that if that's how they want to live, right? But I'm just saying, they don't give a fuck about conspiracies. But I guarantee you, they go go to home and they sleep with a big fucking smile on their faces, man. They're content. They are content. People can be as happy as a pig in shit if that's what they want to be. Like, yeah, whether it's just watching TV, whether it's working on the railroads, whether it's fucking being a teacher, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They're not fixated on almost as if, like, their real abilities and potential are being hindered by this bigger group of people that are controlling everything like fucking Shiva, you know, in the middle of the earth, like that Simpsons cartoon. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, how's that going to change your fucking abilities, dude? You think Usain Bolt can run the 100 metres in 9.5 because of uh, he's free of the Illuminati, or they just let him do that because he's special? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm serious. Uh. Cousin Zakis wasn't an Illuminati conspiracy theorist. 
But it, you tell me the Illuminati's only been around the last 10 years? If they've been around, they've been around for thousands of fucking years, since the start of society. You're telling me Plato and Socrates and all these philosophers and writers and teachers and scholars, they were just, they were under the wing of the Illuminati, they were allowed to, like, you know, keep going? Martin Luther King, how did all these people survive more than a week? Bobby fucking Kennedy. Do you know what I mean? Or you tell me some are just let to appease the masses and some aren't. Dude, it's not going to change your potential as a human fucking being. That's what pisses me off. That's ultimately what shits me. Whether you're chasing a greater good or an answer to, like, you know, why are we here, don't, don't use it as a crutch to, like, there's more going on. Okay, there probably is, or maybe there isn't. But life doesn't stop. Yeah, life doesn't stop. Life was created well before these fucking conspiracies started. And you're telling me if the Illuminati has been sucking all the resources out of the world, then why are we still here? This place would have been blown up or bled dry years ago. Time waits for no one, man. Exactly, he's fucking tight. No one. Exactly, just keeps rolling, man. Not a conspiracy theorist, not someone that's in the Illuminati, not Trump. Time stops for no one. Yeah, man. That's it, at the end of the day. That's it. Yeah, my mum was telling me an anecdote last night. I think she said it was from Cousin Zaki. She'd asked... He'd gone to, like, a a monastery, right? Because he he did it through his travels and shit. They went through monasteries and stuff like that. Met this old monk, right? And the monk had been in there for, like, 50 years, spent his entire life in the monastery, right? And the the guy, I can't remember if it was Cousin Zaki or not, the guy said, all this time in the search for God and, like, truth and all that, uh, when did you get your awakening, you know? When did you find your awakening? He's like, oh, like a year ago. Like, it was old. It was old and frail. Like, only recently. Like, oh, how? How did you find that God exists or whatever? And he said that he was sick with, like, um, like E. coli or some shit. Like, he had, like, some sort of static thing. Like, um, what's it called? Uh, salmonella. Yeah, like salmonella yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit, yeah? So he was, like, ridiculously sick one night. Bad to dicky. Yeah, he was fucked up, right? <laughs> it was just in bed, like, he was sick. Flu, dysentery, whatever yeah, you want to call it, yeah. yeah? So he's sitting there, he's like, fucking hell, man, like, I'm really ill. Some, some woman rocked up to the door, to his door, with, like, soup. And she stayed the night. That was that's how he found his belief in God. That was that was God's sign. Yeah, like some some woman, like I don't know if she was old or another night or whatever, came with soup to his door, and she ended up staying the night with him. <laughs> and like it was just it's a, yeah. just a piss take of Greeks. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how we see it. Yeah. That that's the, the existence of God. Yeah. A woman came with soup when you were sick, and she ended up staying over as well. I believe in God. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, that's a that's all I'm saying.